Let's do it. We're Kat. back. Let's We're get back. into We're it. We're such in a hurry because this conversation is so good. That's the amazing thing. We had to close thing. our lips during your commercial break. So I know, like, I'm like, shut up. Let me record. No, because th this is why I love so much talking to intelligent, powerful, successful women because, you know, you, you come up with the most important, intelligent, meaningful conversations and Maj they brought something up that yes we are we all have been victims or I don't know if victim is the word but we all have been uh, in these situations before the the masculine energy of the feminine energy and men that cannot handle women that are successful and powerful and doing a lot of things mm -hmm. so let's talk about do you want to share what you were saying off I, camera or I, there's so much can't? to share and I, I I love having the question posed from the beautiful 35 yeah. year old goddess because <laughs> I want to be vulnerable and humanize this and saying you know during the commercial break you were saying that it's it's insulting and we're often judged as powerful women and I can remember doing a really deep dive in my own personal exploration during my second marriage where I was constantly hearing you're masculine, you're masculine, you're masculine. And then the other little voice that was coming even from the outside was, God, it must be really hard to be married to Brooke Burke. And I kept thinking, that's really fucked up. Like, what do you mean it must be? This, this, this could be fabulous. Like, what do you mean it must be really hard? And it was this misunderstanding and this misconception that an independent, this is my opinion, mm -hmm. and I think we all are probably in the same space. An independent, strong woman is often misinterpreted, misunderstood, yes. right? For being a boss bitch, for being masculine, for having too much masculine energy, strength, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know it while I was in that time, of, during that time of my life, but I have explored and dissected and really realized that the most divine space for a woman to be in, in her divine feminine energy, is a beautiful balance, balance is a tough word, but a beautiful mix of masculine and feminine energy. So it takes a very strong mm -hmm. woman to surrender. And it's tough to get there. It's tough to get to this balance, of right? It is. Of it's Because like you said, if we are in charge of our business, we're in charge of 10 million things any given day, like you even more, because you have kids, Maj and I don't, but still, we're, we are business owners, we're in charge of our clients, our life, our We life. have to be in yeah. charge. We have to be Because we're running yeah. the business. No so exactly. if we were not in yeah. charge, exactly. and if we did not step into our masculine, yeah. I don't know if masculine is the right word, but if we did not step into our power, yeah. shit doesn't get done. I think the confusion, I, I believe this to be true, is that there's no femininity in masculine energy and there's no masculine energy in femininity. I find it to be a yin yang. I find them to be woven together. The strongest people know when to surrender. The strongest woman has a balance between masculine and feminine. For example, mm -hmm. if you surround yourself by feminine men, really entertain this because I know you're both going to manifest your love, your love mate. Oh, I want to learn you, how to do that. If you surround yourself by men who are not strong, they become more feminine, you become more masculine. It's just, it's just nature. I've okay, done yeah. that many times. And yeah. you're going to get crucified and blamed for being masculine because in fact, you've assumed the masculine role because you're surrounding yourself by feminine people. I guarantee you that if you've surrounded yourself by a really strong masculine man, you would like open like a flower, you would blossom <laughs> like a freaking rose, but, and you would be so feminine. But Brooke, let me tell if you If you had something. a person that was capable of assuming that masculine role that at, at yeah. times. But you know, sometimes, times. because I always go for the super powerful masculine man, because in my personal life, I want to 
relinquish control. Okay, great. I want like the guy do something, please be in charge. And the most men, and I talked about it on the podcast but wait, 10 do, million times. Do you Let meet me them ask your with, opinion. Do you, when you, like, I just want to understand it. So if you, if you find the powerful masculine men, do you meet them in feminine energy or do you meet them no, with I more? I meet them in, yeah, my personal life is very feminine energy because I'm only the boss in my, my, my business life. But most men, and tell me, you girls tell me if you agree or not, when they meet you because they want to date you or they want to fuck you. Sorry, my, I, I, Sorry. I have a dirty mouth. <laughs> They tell you, oh no, it's okay. I love what you do. I love everything. I'm, I have no problem with it. No, no, no. But then, as you're dating, the real personality comes out. Like maybe they're feminist, and they're like, they start feeling intimidated. Uh -huh. They're like, oh, I don't want to. No, this bitch is just too much. She has too there much shit going on. To it. You have to like kind of, you know, follow what they're saying you should do or not. You know, mm -hmm. I you never. It's not never good enough. Mm. If, if I'm in my feminine energy, oh, you're not doing anything. If I'm in my masculine energy, oh, you're too much. Exactly. You know, I it's just, it's hard. I, I wish there was an answer. It's <laughs> it's so complicated. Yeah. What I what I know to be true, and what I tell my daughters is to never dim your light or be less than what you are, or try to diminish or be smaller. Agree. To let someone else shine. There is enough room, and there is enough power, and there's enough space in this world for you to have the most badass, powerful man, and to be a badass, powerful woman. I agree. And completely. together, we are illuminating yes. like unbelievable possibilities. Yes. What happens is if you don't have the right partner, if you don't have the right best friend, yeah. If you don't have the right girlfriend that you walk through life with, who isn't celebrating you. And raising your average, like it gives me goosebumps. Yeah, me then too. suddenly, you're missing those little celebrations along the way. And in an intimate relationship, it takes very strong men and women yeah. to vibe together. It, it, it's, it's complicated. I agree. I think I made this mistake before in my marriage. Like I said, I was in a. My husband didn't even want me to work, so I relinquished. I gave up so much of my life, and I don't want to make this mistake again. And I agree with you. Uh, the right partner for you is going to be 1 million percent supportive of everything you do, you do yeah, right they're not going to try to cut you back or make you feel bad i agree or gaslight you or tell you like oh you're you, you're being too masculine or you're doing this like you said that has that would be a to terrible you, conversation right? to even hear from so like even when you say that my my it makes me go like this yeah. and imagine being in a really healthy supportive relationship where those conversations are you're open for dialogue if there needs to be adjustments or compromises or little tweaks along the way for the higher good of the relationship for the higher good of both beings right i mean that's yeah. that's really the goal i i, I it makes me sad and i and i know that there are a lot of women who go through that and who compromise and who give up um, to mold and to become something that they're not for the better good of someone else and it's a horrible idea it's not sustainable no exactly it's not and sustainable. if it is if you sustain it you're miserable one day you're gonna wake up and be like we, by the way it happens to a lot of women one day further down in life they wake up and they're like oh my god I've been in this miserable marriage for decades because that's how we are brought up Mm -hmm. to make a man happy mm -hmm. it happens all the time yeah. there's yeah. a lot of societal um, yeah. influences and limitations but yeah. I, I i i went to a, a female 
uh, therapy group session when I was in my 20s. I was very young. I'll speak fast because I just want to make this point. I don't want to. I want to get back to our conversation. But I surrounded myself with women that were in their 50s and 60s, and I was like in my 20s. I didn't know shit about shit. And somehow I found myself in this women's therapy group, very similar to the type of work that we do out here in the Sisterhood Circle. And I remember listening to women become storytellers. And I think we're storytellers as women. We're meant to share our stories. They were stories created by women for women. We were breaking down this book called Women Who Run With the Wolves, chapter by chapter. And I was so inexperienced, okay? And I, I, I hadn't even become, I hadn't even started the process of becoming who I was supposed to be. And I remember listening to these women who had given up their goals, their dreams, were redesigning their life. Maybe they were divorced, maybe they were starting over, maybe they never found love. They, most of these women didn't even know who they were. What they knew was, oh my God, here I am, and I shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I remember listening to them going, and I was like 22, thinking, I'm never gonna be that woman. Oh, I'm never gonna do that. I don't know what I'm gonna do, and I might not know who I am, but I know that I'm never gonna do that. And I know that I wanna grow up, and it was a commitment that I made to myself very early on. I want to grow up and be who I'm supposed to be. And so I think about that in, in a little bit of a lighter way, that shoulda, coulda, woulda. What if there is no shoulda, coulda, woulda? What if we just get to make a commitment to ourselves and become who we're supposed to be? Not for our man, not for our kids, not for our parents. Just who we're supposed to be in our divine right, and there's freedom in that. Yeah. And no one gets to stand in your way of that unless you let them. No, that's the I most, think. I think that's the most important message. That That's the most amazing thing that you gotta put yourself first. It took me all this journey to learn that. It took me all this long time that if you don't love yourself and if you don't put, it's not selfish. If you don't put yourself first, it's true. You're gonna be miserable and you're probably gonna make somebody else it miserable. It starts with self-love. Yeah, it starts, it starts with, with love. love. We come into the world with love, divine yeah. love. We live in love. Yeah. We have to live in a loving space. It's like the oh, labyrinth that we walk today, yeah. which will make no sense to people listening. But No, but you guys, if you're <laughs> listening to some, like, you got to go. I'm going to post all the videos all over my Instagram, YouTube, and everything because she has the most insane they, handmade labyrinth you. on your back. This isn't even a backyard, right? It's like a property. <laughs> I don't know what to call this. It's <laughs> our retreat. It's a fantastic <laughs> retreat. Yeah. I mean, it, it's Thank impossible you. to describe it in words. You would have to be here to believe it. Yeah. But I'm bringing it to you guys via video since you're being insanely kind and letting us film it go check it out because it's such a beautiful beautiful labyrinth it's the shape like a heart and i loved watching cat explore it today she was emotional she was thinking about yes, spirit i energy. wanted to cry because i felt like my mom there because my mom was all about this kind of things and i felt like my mom would be crying and crying and crying and it I was really beautiful to see that and to witness <laughs> that and to share that with you and to describe it to your listeners because yeah. you just took a moment to go walk in silence and to feel something and yeah. there's something emotional that happens to a woman when we slow down yes and we start to listen to the language of our spirit our soul yeah. whatever it is you believe in the language of your heart yeah. with all the noise and all the grind and being a entrepreneur and being a boss and yeah. managing so many things we compromise stillness yeah. and we compromise that selfish moment i don't like the word selfish we should be selfish we should get selfish so that we can fuel yeah. our souls, ourselves, and be and in I, service to I, ourselves. I was talking to a friend of mine, and she's been married for 14 years, and she just got divorced recently, and she was telling me, I don't know who I am. Like, mm. I'm, like, I'm really trying to figure out who I am, you know, like, Her you know, regardless of my, my kids <laughs> and my 
ex-husband, you know, and it just breaks my heart when she said that because she, she really doesn't know who she was. She's I understand that. Was like, but I have to say, it's never too late to no. start over. And she was like, can we go to a retreat? Can I, like, I, I want to be in, like, I would definitely. I want to meet your friend. Yeah, we got to bring her. And I have to no, say, a parenthesis, I'm so happy she came because she's always like that, on the go, on the go, on the go, on the go, stressed, stressed, stressed. And I'm like, Maj, we both work like, oh, and, and I know you do too. We work seven days a week, you have 10 million hours a day, but you need to pause, you need to breathe. And it's hard to do. You need right, to remember, yeah. because if we don't have our health, we don't have anything. And in I, that chaotic world out there, we forget about ourselves. Me and last night, yeah. you know, one of the friends just We're always like, yeah. When she was, you know, we just kind of started talking about, you know, yeah. um, just who we are as a person. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't know, because she's been in a marriage, you know, Because too, so many women been, go through Can this. I share something with yes, you that please. this made me think of? Two things. You remember how many times in class I said, breathe, breathe, breathe. Yes. It's almost annoying. Yeah. It's an amazing reminder. We forget yeah. how to breathe. We do. I teach yes. breath work, which I would love to invite you both as my guests. We'll do a breath work session. But my recent retreat in Arizona at Sivana was so profound. Women from all different walks of life. So I had women in their 60s and I had young women. And the one thing, the one common denominator that kept coming up, because I ask everyone always in the beginning, who are you? Who do you think you are? Which is a real mind fuck. And why are you here? And in exploring why are you here, the one thing like your conversation with your girlfriend that kept coming up is they said, what now? Like, I don't know what happens next. I'm an empty nester, I'm newly divorced, I'm single, I haven't met the love of my life, I just retired, all different reasons. And these were like powerful women, all kinds of women. The one thing that they all had in common is they were like, I don't know what this next season looks like. What's next, what now? So we spent three days together, okay? And there was a song that I played today in class, which we should post it for your listeners. It's fucking amazing. It's Whitney Houston and Aretha Franklin. The playlist was fantastic, and by it, the way. Thank you. I'll, we'll share the playlist because yeah. I have a female empowerment playlist just for you. There was a song that came on in the final day as we were still exploring. So we do journal work, we do meditation, we do breath work, we do all kinds of stuff. Sound bath. There was a song that played in my final day with them and it is I'm Every Woman but it's a really cool like medley. And I stopped the song and I stopped in the middle of the class and I went, holy shit, everybody stop. <laughs> and I'm like, that's our answer. Here we all for three days, we were trying to define who we are. Are we a title? Am I a mother? Am I a doctor? Am I a teacher? Am I a, a, a daughter? Am I a CEO? Like who the fuck am I? We had all these descriptions, they were just words. And I'm like, I just realized we are the collective energy of all these life experiences. Yes. We are the collective combination of all of these things that have happened to all of us. And it was very emotional and everyone was crying. I'm like, I'm gonna crank this music back up. <laughs> I am every woman. Yes, and, we are a little bit of everything. And yes. we stopped in it. And that question that you had that was emotional with your friend last night, especially after divorce, I redesigned my life twice. Yeah. That what now, I said in the middle of session, I'm like, what now is right now? We're already here. So we keep wanting an answer. We keep fighting uncertainty. Partner up with uncertainty. Who am I to decide what I what agree. now? Yeah. Am I gonna know what the next five years look like? I, I have to tell you the secret for now. me, right now, yes, now. we have to learn how to live more in the present. Yeah. And I think people think too much about the future. If you it's really start, hard. it's hard, but if you get in this place that you appreciate today, 
the present, your life is going to be a million times easier. It's really hard. It's yeah, really it's important. Hard. I know. And the what now, right now, in this present moment is the moment that's going to serve you and really define yeah. you. It's not what happened to you. Right. It's not what you're afraid of. It's not what you're manifesting for yeah. this next month, this next season. It's really right now, who am I? Can I find my purpose? Yeah whole nother podcast we should do oh my god we months. have to we have to do a brooke bart podcast series oh my god brooke on the list that sounds really but fun I, speaking of i gotta go back a little bit because yeah. like you're saying so many women out there they wonder maybe they're in a bad marriage going through a divorce like the, this lady isn't even going through a divorce she's married but god knows what her problems are that's, yeah, that's a whole other episode but friend. you went through uh, twice yeah. with four kids mm -hmm. I cannot even imagine because I went through all my nasty crap and I consider myself a survivor, but I don't yeah. have kids. I cannot imagine what it must have been. Plus, I think it's an aggravation of the, the media, right? All over you. Yeah, yeah. They write <laughs> shit about your life like they live in, in your bed. They splice you together like, like to no, put you in they, a place yeah. with someone that you weren't even with. No, and my favorite oh, part crazy. is oh, that. Crazy. <laughs> and they think they know. Yeah. And I'm thinking, nobody knows yeah. what's going on in four walls in her house. But they talk about your life like they know you, like they're a friend. TMZ, like when you <laughs> dirty hair, getting your laundry, like, Brooke, <laughs> Like they, they make sure they catch you like a yeah. The worst yeah. possible moment they, because they, sensationalism yeah. sells. So you went through all this shit, the kids, the media, na 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 na, na and you obviously on the other side, and you're yeah. living your best life. So someone out there listening, oh yeah, she's Brooke, she's beautiful, she's rich. Fuck all of you. Yeah, it's easy. You live in that. That's the emails I get from them. Staff, you're staff. Wait, no, it's yeah, no. Eugenio, can I please have a little more caviar? There's no one here. <laughs> oh, you gave Eugenio the day off? Oh, what's wrong with you, Brooke? The day I come visit you, I know. give you a <laughs> But anyhow, I forgot what I was no, saying. No, no, you were saying, what would I say? I was saying, yeah, so because I know women, and I'm sure you get that on social media as well, we have to talk about that. People send me this nastiest message, it's like, you're blonde, you live in Beverly Hills, you don't have any problems. I'm like, huh? Mm -hmm. You don't know anything about my life. Mm -hmm. You don't know the uphill battle yeah, that it's been. It's true. So right. what would you say? Maybe somebody needs a, a, a little pep talk or motivation or anything like, because there is a, a, a better tomorrow. There mm -hmm. is another life. There is another chance. You're proof of that. I'm proof of mm -hmm. that. Do you have anything to I, say I, to somebody? I do. I mean, I... I want to back up for a second to all that criticism and all that chatter that doesn't serve us. You know, I challenge people to ask questions rather than assume things and make negative statements. You know, if anybody ever came to me and said, hey, how do you run your life? Do you have a nanny and a housekeeper and a driver and a chef? I'd be like, shit, I'm looking for all that. Yeah, I have a nanny. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to run my four kids. And yeah, I have a housekeeper. I have a big house. I like it clean. Don't judge me. Do I want more things or less things? Like, who am I? You want to know who I am? Ask me, right? Yeah. So I find a lot of freedom in that very open dialogue for me. I do not lean into that 360 conversation of criticism on social media. I truly believe one of the most important things we learn as we're getting older is how important it is to put ourselves first and really invest time in taking care of our bodies, mind, soul, and of course, our health, which is our most precious asset. So women everywhere, this message is for you because my brand new sponsor, Winona, W-I-N-O-N-A, is here to help all of us out there 
who are dealing with menopause and perimenopause. Winona is a collection of OBGYN health professionals who believe that your symptoms are important, real, and deserve to be taken seriously. Winona is the home for physician-prescribed bioidentical hormone replacement therapy with an easy-to-use network of doctors based out of your state who can make getting started with hormonal replacement therapy a breeze. Winona's bioidentical hormone replacement therapy is made from plant-based hormones rather than synthetic, which is something so important to me and I know to so many of you out there. So it aligns with your body's natural rhythm to offer relief from hot flashes, weight gain, and other uncomfortable symptoms that so many of us have felt before. 80% of women who use Winona find relief within just 90 days. How great is that? Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit. With free U.S. shipping and the ability to pause or cancel any time, your path to wellness has zero obligations. Make sure you use code CAT, K-A-T, at buywinona.com for 25% off your first order. Winona, menopause and perimenopause care made easy. We love that. We, I like to engage with my audience, so it's there. Does it sting a little bit? Yeah. There's a really great emoji, um, emoji, the one that looks like the little shit and the one that's the middle finger. Mm-hmm. Use them. Oh, there is? Oh, yeah. I, I'm joking. I mean, I'm not joking. Oh, I we have to create one. There, I'm like, there okay. is. I'll show them to you. I'm kidding. There's also that block button, which you can use, too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. Um, no, but in, in all seriousness, I, I wanted to just say, um, engage with people who are asking questions, not just throwing out, you know, casual judgments without even a face on their profile or right. any followers. So that's that. But what I would say to people that need a little bit of love and a little pep talk is just lean into possibilities. You know, I didn't know what was happening in my life when I got a divorce. And I was the woman that would have bet on forever in marriage. So the first time was really necessary. I picked the wrong person. It was ugly. It's still ugly. We don't even talk. It's a damn shame. The second time I was really married to, I thought who was my soulmate and the love of my life, who's one of my best friends right now. And we sort of had a parting because it was necessary, right? We both agreed that it was time to redesign our lives in a different way and we committed to raising our children and um, we have a beautiful relationship right now. But I didn't know what life was gonna be like and I didn't know what was on the other side. I didn't know what was coming. It was really, really scary. Um, I didn't know if I would find love again. I didn't know if my kids were gonna be okay. It wasn't the lessons in the fairy tale that I wanted to um, share with them. But I allowed myself room to accept the need for change. And I did go through that very difficult inner dialogue of, did I fail? And what does that look like? And what does that mean? And what did I do wrong? Or what could I have done different? And I had to surrender to the concept of failure. And I had to surrender so deep to allow myself to believe and accept that it was time for change and change was necessary. And one step further, I had to teach my children that valuable lesson, not to give up, not to have grit, not to do everything possible, but to accept the fact that sometimes change is necessary. Maybe you were with the wrong person. Maybe you weren't the right person. Maybe you need to change. Maybe you need to choose differently. Maybe you need a pause. Maybe it's time. 
But that's very brave because most Hard. people stay in unhappy relationships because they're afraid of starting over. It's true. And right. staying um, for too long is really hard. Yeah. Not staying long enough is really hard. And my many women have asked me like, how did you know? When did you know? And I'm like, you just know when you know. You just know. You yeah. just know when you know. And I really would like to believe in forever. I didn't get that lucky in my life in love. And here I am again. Yeah, you know? so let's <laughs> talk about that. You yes. got divorced. Yeah. And then how long after that you met your now fiance? Um, David and I had separated and kind of worked through our permanent separation for years. So divorce took a long time. We weren't in a hurry because it was very peaceful. Thank God. God love him. He um, is the greatest ex-husband of all time. I have to compliment him because not everybody has. He's a great ex-husband. I love that. <laughs> we That's, actually really love each other. But that is exes. so nice because you have kids yeah. and it's so healthy for the kids yeah. if you get along for the kids, yeah. right? Yeah, it's really important. Learn how to be a great and your ex kids if are, you're a shitty husband. Yeah, be, um, uh, yeah be decent. Try yeah. to be cordial for the kids take no matter the how road. old they are. Yeah, exactly. Your, your kids are worth everything and taking yeah. the high road. Yeah, um, I'm sure he must be a great guy. He's, because, he's, he's yeah. a great dad and he's, he's an amazing guy. Anyway, so it took... And it your took, kids, by the way, I have to make a parenthesis. That's major <laughs> DNA, but they're gorgeous. Thank you. They're gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. They're good kids. I'm very lucky. Thank you for saying that. So it took years. Um, I needed to, and I'm curious how you both feel about this. <laughs> I was never alone in my life. I was married for 19 years to two different people. Um, I was very codependent. I was probably insecure in alone time as a younger woman I was very lonely in alone time I needed to learn how to be alone and I was not good at it mm. I dated a lot as a younger woman um, I had a lot of relationships <laughs> but as a woman in my 40s I had never been alone so suddenly I found myself with thank God for my children but like alone alone as a woman and I didn't like it and I really had to fight through it. And I learned more about myself during that period of time in my life than my whole life. And so when you're designing, when you're when you're a mother, when you're building a life, building a marriage, you don't have time alone. You got a man next to right. you. Right, all the when time. It, yeah. Time alone as a woman is so invaluable. It was the only season of my life where I really learned how to listen to my own language, my inner language. Um, and I wanted to date. I wasn't lucky. Like you, you said you had 25 dates in one year. God love oh you. Oh my God. I, I wanted know, to date God. and I wasn't dating. I dated a little bit. I would have liked to have dated much more because I, I thought it was How would be you meet people? Year. Like through friends? Or did you did, ever do dating apps? Never did a dating app. Because that would be hard for you. I never you did always, a dating app and I have nothing against it. It wasn't for me. Friends weren't setting me up. You would no. always wonder like <laughs> yeah, if they, they have the right intentions or like the, they so want to meet me. Because if you're I'm, not on a dating app and you don't have generous friends with single people, there's no single, there's no great single there's guys no around. To meet. Yeah. So, it's tough. Yeah, it's very tough. So and I think we become pickier, right? Hopefully. just meet a lot of people because that's what I do. Yeah, you're lucky. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I'm nice, but people weren't. <laughs> no one was really approaching me. I wasn't probably. I also stay home, so I probably wasn't out and about. I could have had more fun. But anyway, I dated a little bit. I had one relationship that was wrong but necessary for the time. Um, I knew that it wouldn't last, and then I accidentally met Scott. Like literally by accident, I was at a at a bar having a cocktail with my stylist, and 
um, a very close friend. Here in Malibu? Here in uh, Santa Monica. Which bar, please? At Wally's. <laughs> bar? At oh, Wally's. Wally's. In Santa Monica. <laughs> in Santa Monica. I was um, having a glass of yeah, wine. Yeah, because the Wally's in Beverly Hills is a, oh, yeah. it's such a pick up. Yeah, no. Like, oh, like, I was actually Damn. with my girlfriend and with a friend and I was finishing a long day of work and I was um, at the bar, I was having a glass of wine and he was so brave and so masculine and so confident and so mm. cute and he walked right up to me and he actually grabbed my arm, but not in a Ooh. weird way, which who does that? Yeah. Nobody, does, your nobody arm? does that. Nobody like goes into yeah. your space right now. Right. But it wasn't intrusive or creepy. And really? he was like, he said, hi, I'm Scott. And I was like, he's so foxy. Did he know who you were? Or he just told what I he did He says he didn't. I believe Do you believe him? him? I believe him. I believe him. He's a sports guy. He doesn't watch. He doesn't watch. What does he do? TV. Is he in a uh, commercial real estate? Mm, He's like yeah. a golfer. I, I don't think he knew who I was. But anyway, he said I'm Scotty. Just come and have a drink. I believe Come and have a drink with me. I'm just being a. No, I believe him. I believe him. Yeah. He said, "Come and have a drink with me." And I really wanted to have a drink with him, but I couldn't because wow. I was on my way out. Because I was with my girlfriend. And I didn't. I didn't drive. I'd come <laughs> from work, and I was all the way in Malibu. So I wanted that drink, and I couldn't have that drink. Mm. And I think he thought that I don't know I just thought I would I was very nice I said genuinely I would love to have that drink with you but I can't because I'm leaving and he didn't really stop me did and he ask for your number didn't ask for my number really but he didn't take no for an answer he said no 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 come and have that drink ah. so I went over to the table and I said I really can't I'm so sorry I really have to go pause 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 didn't ask for my number pause 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 and I'm like okay so I leave and my stylist her name is Isabel Vanham she's a goddess was at ballet getting her car and she said well what happened and i was like well nothing i'm like i'm leaving hanging and she goes did you get his number i went no, i didn't get his number did you give him your number i go no i didn't give him my number i don't even know <laughs> she's like the fuck is wrong with you that's how she goes storming back inside ah i'm like what's about wait 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 she goes storming back inside and she was like hey do you want her number or what? what's wrong with you <laughs> she said oh my god so she gives him like that she yeah. gives him my number oh, and she, and she says that she goes and don't be that guy you call her tonight. Did you ever ask him why didn't he ask for your number? I think he maybe felt rejected because I said Aww. I couldn't and I So she gives gets gives him my number and he called me that night and we met for a drink uh, that night. And that was Aww. it? And that was it. And how long have you guys been together? Four years. Wow, wow. that's a I long know. time. I know. Yeah. I know. And we're engaged and so here I am telling oh, you again. I, I saw your beautiful <laughs> pictures. I think we were in Thank Europe you. last year. We were, yeah. With your where is the yeah, bling bling? Um, I know I was working out this yeah. morning, so I don't have it on. I know, <laughs> but it's gorgeous. Thank you, you did so a really much. good job. Thank and you. we were talking a little off camera. I don't know if you're yeah. okay talking on camera, but you don't have a date set. We don't have a date set. I'm a little slow in the party planning. But you're maybe, maybe, maybe you can help me. I can help yeah, you. Can, I, but to be really but, uh, honest and vulnerable. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very committed in love, and I love our life the way that it is, and it's scary and i'm not afraid of scary things right. you know i'm not afraid to be uncomfortable i just wasn't that girl that was like dying for the big wedding and rushing off to go do it again and we're trying to do it right and make sure that it's spiritual and soulful and right for all of us and for our family yeah and so i'm just a little slow in my party planning <laughs> process but we're getting there we thought we would do it this year you know the pandemic was Ugh, you know yeah. it was just there were so many things but I need to, maybe you can help me, I need to yes. yeah. But you know, I love that you said, really? yeah. by the way, you don't live with him, yeah. like you were telling me, and you love your home, you're happy in your life, and I was saying, I think this step is so important, because that's what happened to me. I'm at a point in my life that I'm insanely happy in my little world, 
like my little home which is like the size of your guest bathroom <laughs> but i love it my yeah. dog my work my projects i have my little universe mm -hmm. so when i meet the right person i'm not like desperate because a lot of girls I know they, they don't like to hear that, but they send the desperation energy. You can smell desperation. Yeah, you can smell people. it. And I'm like, you need to be happy with your you know, life. You, you need to love space. your life. And yeah. then somebody comes and they compliment it. Mm -hmm. And I, I agree the dating part is so much fun, right? Mm -hmm. Getting ready for the guy and him picking you up or you sleep here, he sleep there, la da da la. It makes it all sexy and, and fun, It's very right? sexy. We have a very yeah. modern approach to it. And by I the way, lots it. of people do it. So we were joking around yeah. off camera before for about <laughs> yeah. what it's like and you know we don't live together yet we're building this life together and for right now it, it really works how it is I actually like that it's a date half the week when we spend together when we don't have the kids he comes over he still brings me flowers Aww. I'm able to like wash my hair and like get okay, ready and David, it's like sexy if you're listening please <laughs> can you open like a boyfriend dating husband school it's caught the fiance yes. yeah I know that like I'm like, uh, I'm no, like, no, you know, no, that's so cute. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. I need to teach men how to date and, us. And you know, it's 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 not easy. Like, what what's most important is that you design it and you define it, and then you realize that for the right man, I would have said I would never do it again. I would have said I would never live with someone again because I've been here with my children, and it's like with a very like feminine house. I have three daughters. My poor little son, he's the only dude around here. <laughs> and then Scott when he comes in half the week. But I would have said I would never do it again. And then the right man, the right person comes yeah. along, who is Scott. Yeah. And then we'll shift again and, and we change our point of view. And then, you know, we find a way to sort of weave our lives and blend our family. Scott has two kids, I have four. That's amazing. So now we're trying to figure out what does the future look like for us? Where do we live? Where does marriage live? Is it here? Is it there? Is it somewhere else? And your dog is in love with Majda. You know, she has something. Because my dog Phoenix is madly in love with her. Mad, like he can smell her when she's parking the car on the street. My dog she just put her little paw on you. It's so sweet. It's something. Even Billy's a dog whisperer. But you know, I think it's important for women to know we have this idea, right? We have this preconceived dream, this notion. This idea, it is important in our lives, even as strong, independent women, to just be open to yes. the possibility that something, someone, something comes along that will rock yes. you and you'll go, huh, maybe. Yes, one million maybe. percent. I say that. Does he have any friends? I know, right? I know. Well, now that I've met you two goddesses. <laughs> hey, feel free Stop. to. Feel free to pimp go. us out. Leave. Leave her alone. <laughs> she really wants her to really go. They're, they're like playing with the dog. No, no I don't. It's really I funny. always go. say, Brooke, that no <laughs> matter right. how much you go, at this for me, and I, I guess you agree now that you found love, but even if somebody breaks your heart, even if you're dating and it doesn't work out, you should always be open to love. Like, don't let one bad, nasty relationship close your heart forever, you know? You I, need to like keep believing. You can't stop believing. And I if agree. you stop letting love in, if you stop giving love, you can't yeah. let love in. I agree. You know, we there's this beautiful concept and practice that I do sometimes in yoga when I'm teaching. We receive, we, we give love through the front of our heart, right? We give love. We receive from the back of our heart. So we have to breathe into both spaces. We have to create space for love. I was really willing and my heart was broken 
not gonna lie, broken after David and I split up. It was necessary. Um, I was willing to let my heart get broken again. Because otherwise, how can I meet someone with all of me? I I, I, I will say that I'm wiser and I'm more careful and I have boundaries and I understand who I am as a woman Mm -hmm. more today than I ever did before. And I'm still learning, by the way. I'm still learning, I'm still growing, I'm still shifting. I'm learning all the time. But I'm willing, I'm willing to hurt, I'm willing to love deeply, I'm willing to let my heart get broken, and I'm willing to take those chances. I really don't know how to do it any other way. One million percent. And I tell my daughters and my son that too, like, we're gonna get it wrong, right? Things are gonna hurt. People are gonna disappoint you. Mm -hmm. People don't really break your heart. I really believe this. They break your expectations, right? So true. And if your heart's broken, it heals. It heals. It heals. heals. Do you believe in twin flames? I, David is my twin flame. Aww. I do. I just had this conversation. I love that. See, I thought David was my soulmate. He's not. He certainly wasn't my life partner. I'm not with him anymore. He is my twin flame. In fact, if you looked at him on my phone, there's two flames. And some people are like, why do you have two? It's like double hot. It's not that he's doubly hot. He was my twin flame and he challenged me in so many ways. And I did him. And we had a lot of, um, you know, life business to do together. I believe in all of that. Do you believe in that? Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah, I do. It, it doesn't have to be just a yeah. man, it could be a woman. It, it could yeah. be. It could, it could There's be so many people bad, who yeah. come into our lives yeah, to challenge yeah. us, yeah. to teach totally. us. Um, and sometimes they leave us. Yeah. Sometimes they're here for a moment. Yeah. don't stay. Yeah, I met my twin flame, but we're not together. It's just a friend. It's intense. It's yeah. intense. I can't even describe the I have not the met mine yet. I hope that you will. I we'll do some I manifestation will. stuff. Yes. But in the light of the broken, the willingness to have a broken heart, which sounds, people are going to be like, why would you do that? It's because... People come and go, and it's not always up to us. People come into our lives at moments. Oh yeah. Before I let you, you go, know? we need to talk about a little bit. Of, see, I can't believe we've been talking like for. I'm putting my sweater. <laughs> I'm putting on the heater on too because I know you're cold. We what? need to talk for a few minutes about this incredible wellness, yeah. fitness world that you created. So stay there. I, I'm gonna take another two minute break and we are gonna do a little extra chunk of Cat on the Loose because she is multi, multi, multi talented and I hope to God she's inspiring you guys 10% as much as she's inspiring <laughs> oh me. God. Like yeah, I'm ready to love, I'm ready to like yes. get my summer body, I'm yes. ready to dance. I'm like, I'm leaving here. I'm, I'm, I'm going with to, you. yeah. <laughs> Can you adopt? Can we sleep at the tiki? You know I have tents. You know I have tents. Yes. 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 We'll be right back. This incredible, incredible, incredible episode with this incredible one, Brooke Burke. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm.